I've always loved having the microphone. It's a rush. The feeling of being on an audience, even if I can't see you. The stress, too, being put on the spot. The blood flows through you, and you want to please and impress. I know people get stage fright, but I don't, especially if I feel prepared. I think I got this from my dad, an extrovert and perpetual performer. There's a photo of him framed in my mom's living room that I love, with him holding the mic, talking with a bit of a devilish grin. He's giving a toast, maybe a roast, at a family event. It could be our wedding, or my bar mitzvah, or my sibling's bar mitzvah, or some other family's wedding or bar mitzvah. Come to think of it, it was at my mother's surprise party. His smile is big and infectious. The crowd you can't even see, you know is laughing. He's a total pro. So yeah, he was a natural. But like a lot of us, he also worked at it. Just out of law school, Dad was in the Air Force, stationed at Cocoa Beach down in Florida. He was a member of the Toastmasters, a club that teaches public speaking and leadership skills through a worldwide network of clubs. Toastmasters is a big organization in over 140 countries, 300,000 members. I asked Dad's high school and college best friend, Jerry, also a lawyer, recently about why Dad was in the Toastmasters. He called while I was in the car with my mom. Jerry wasn't sure, he said, but he figured Dad was practicing for all the trials that might happen in the future as a lawyer. So I wrote to his Air Force buddy, Bertie Colchin, who wrote back right away. Here's Bertie's email. Yes, Matt, your dad and I were close friends and have great memories of our Air Force days in Cocoa Beach. A number of us, including me and your dad, were part of the Patrick Air Force Base Toastmasters Club. Lots of fun and a real learning experience. I recall your dad always had a great sense of humor in his speeches and was quick on his feet during the table topics portion of the meeting. Table topics. I love the idea of being thrown a topic and needing to quickly build an opinion and present a case. Dad taught me to be a performer, or at least role modeled it for me. I built in a few tricks of my own that seemed to work. I try to involve the audience. I call on people. I use names. I'm also a little self-mocking, which he didn't do. For example, I'm short, so if giving a presentation in front of a large group, I might open with, I am standing. Father's Day passed recently. It's not the easiest day for anyone who has lost their father and misses him as much as I do. But what's really easy for me, and what I think I can thank him for, is how effortless it is for me to stand up or sit down and, you know, hit record and grab the mic. a new way of living and I'm trying to get used to it. One park pullers have an ounce of an idiot, ordered a Manhattan and they call me a city, yeah. At first I heard my feelings but it's kinda got a ring to it. When you move to the country they can tell when you're new to it. I'm looking at a place but I'm trying to keep fitting in. It takes too long to be a local so for now I'm a city, yeah. I'm Matt Zucker, and this is City It, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. As you know from the earliest episodes, making friends is a whole thing when you move somewhere new. In episode four, I go over several strategies that I've discovered, including sitting at the bar and being a joiner. 
whether it's an organization like the Rotary Club where I'm speaking at an upcoming breakfast, or at a fundraising committee, or Historic Red Hook, which has meetings and lectures, or Brian's running group, being a joiner is a proven way to meet people. Part of it, of course, is also being a general extrovert. I mean, you don't want to be the loud one, or a bore, or a blowhard, but I learned my whole life and practice it in my work, having your presence felt can be a magnet to others. And it's fun. Now, not everyone had the role of my dad, my gift for gab, or good presentation skills. Actually, come to think of it, I can be awkward in some conversations. My first boss, Michael, noticed it during my internship at Dentsu one summer. He said, Matt, you're a good presenter, but you got to learn how to do the stuff before and after the talk. So he convinced me to get trained with Margot Krasny's stand-up sessions. Over a few sessions in her Soho studio, Margot taught a group of us to navigate a cocktail party with mock events and how to show up at the podium and making that first joke or introduction to win your audience over before you even begin. Years later, that kind of presence training is pretty natural for me, but I still have to work at it. I think it makes me good at the podcast too, which hopefully you like tuning into. So that brings me to my other new sponsor, Taconic Toastmasters Club. They're all about developing and polishing communication and leadership skills in a fun, friendly, supportive environment. A big reason Taconic Toastmasters wanted to sponsor Cityet is to attract new members to the club. I think it's a great idea. A lot of you do want to meet people, and a lot of you might enjoy the experience. I still have work to do, frankly, in my presence and presentation, so I asked Mary Howard of Taconic Toastmasters Club if she and the other members wouldn't mind critiquing one of my episodes. How is my presentation of the content and story? Any suggestions? I can take it. My mom for decades has reminded me that I speak too fast, but what else? What else could be better? We chose episode 54, Fall Forward, as an assignment for the Toastmasters because there's some good material to work from. Okay, I'm going to clench my stomach, and here's Teresa, Mary, Cynthia, and Rick. Notice how well-paced and clearly they all speak. I'm already picking up tips. Okay, first, Teresa. She gives some nice compliments, but you'll hear. She also corrects me on owls. Hello, Matt. My name is Teresa, and I'm a member of Taconic Toastmasters. Your podcasts feel honest and heartful. Your vocabulary is broad and precise. The theme song is clever and energizing. Your tone of voice is pleasant. You use a broad range of vocal variety that keeps my interest. While background music is nice, it sometimes competes with your speaking voice. I found that your speaking rate was a little fast for me to stay focused on your topic and not on simply hearing you correctly. Thank you for this opportunity to share my experience of your work. Count me as a new City at fan. By the way, owls do not coo. They hoot. Morning doves coo. It's easy to mistake the two. Thanks, Teresa. This is not the first time I've gotten animals wrong. I did a whole episode on animals, which I'm glad she didn't hear yet. And remember the chicken episode, 44? That was quite an education I got from Ryan and the chicken librarian. Next, Mary and another Taconic Toastmaster, Cynthia, zoom in on episode 54, Fall Forward, in which I bemoan stacking firewood. I learned about vocal variety, which never occurred to me. Hi, Matt. It's Mary here to give an evaluation of the opening of episode 54, Fall Forward, where you detail the fun and excitement of stacking firewood. I identified readily as I did the same all through my childhood. You spoke very clearly, and there were no ums or ahs to muddy your story. One thing I 
do think you might be able to improve on is your vocal variety. How surprised you were with the new firewood nicely stacked. Or, uh, my goodness, the drudgery of doing it yourself. Spice it up a little. Give it some emphasis. Overall, a great story with a clear beginning, middle, and end. Keep at it. And now Cynthia, who also reminds me how visual audio storytelling can and should be. I, too, have had the bittersweet experience of using a fireplace, including ordering and stacking wood. Your opening was great. It grabbed my attention. Your vivid descriptions helped me visualize the pile dumped in the middle of the driveway. Your initial reluctance to begin the Herculean task of stacking, and especially the effort it requires. I would rather go through physical training at army boot camp again than stack four cords of wood. Your reference to Broadway musicals was playful, and comparing the stacked wood to a Jenga game formed a striking mental image. My one suggestion would be to make the closing remark as strong as the opening. And then Rick compares two different episodes and hits on an issue I've struggled with, whether or not to include music in the background while I talk, and if so, at what level? I'm from Taconic Toastmasters. I listened to episode 54. I thought your voice was too low to follow, but I loved your voice. It was very smooth, and you had good vocal variety. Episode 63 was better voice leveling, easier to follow, basically not being distracted by the sound of the music, and you had great pausing in your delivery of the audio. The music was still too loud, though. Every once in a while, it would distract. And then episode 60, I I love the writing in the intro. Um, The levels were still an issue, but not as bad. And I really enjoyed your City It song. It was great. Well done. Wow, I love those critiques. I probably do need more voice modulation. And I didn't realize the background music could be so distracting. I script much of these episodes in advance because I really hate the ems, ums, and wanderings. But I can tell that can come at a price of really not getting into the conversation and the drama of what I'm talking about. I'm going to try out a few new things and see if you can hear me move my voice around. Well, not in an annoying way. Thanks, Mary. Thanks to Conic Toastmasters. Hey, thanks for listening. And thanks to Taconic Toastmasters Club for the thoughtful and expert critique. For nearly 100 years, Toastmasters International has helped millions of people become more confident communicators, public speakers, and leaders. Whether you are a tenured manager, a student, young professional, someone looking to advance their career, or someone just hoping to make an impact in your community, Toastmasters is the most efficient, supportive, enjoyable, and affordable way of gaining great communication skills. You'll improve your interpersonal communication and be more persuasive and confident when giving speeches. Come sharpen your skills and build your confidence with Taconic Toastmasters. Come to their next meeting at the Columbia County Chamber of Commerce, 1 North Front Street, Hudson, New York. Just use the rear entrance. They meet the first and third Wednesdays of the month at 5.30 p.m. Find out more at www.taconic.toastmastersclubs.org and find links at cityat.com, including on the sponsor or the episode 70 page. Keep tuning into Cityat for more fun all summer. Add your email to the Cityat newsletter at cityat.com and follow Cityat on Instagram. Drop a line too and tell me what's new with you. 
you can email Cityit from the website or send a voice message. Thanks to everyone who entered the Saratoga Performing Arts Center ticket giveaway. I'm Matt Zucker in the Hudson Valley. Come visit. Down in the valley, moved up from the city. It's a new way of living, and I'm trying to get used to it. One park, people's have an ounce of an idiot. Ordered a Manhattan, and they call me a city, yeah. It first hurt my feelings, but it's kind of got a ring to it. When you move to the country, they can tell when you're new to it. I'm looking at a place, but I'm trying to keep fitting in. It takes long to be a local, so for now, I'm a city, yeah. Upstate and chill. chill, chill, chill.